This is the Life of Vive podcast, and we are here to show you how to live the life of Vive. Vive is a name Lauren and I were given to call the abundant energy source that we channel. The word Vive means lively or full of life, and that is what we want for you, to live an abundant life you're excited to wake up to every single day. After channeling V for over seven years, we thought it was about time we start sharing the wealth. Hello everyone, this is Christian. Lauren is channeling Vive this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whoever, whoever you are, whenever you are. So Vive surprised me with this new episode that it's about getting out of your funk, and I would call it getting out of your pit. Getting out of the pit is what I want to call it. But That's a great way to say it, yes. Getting out of your pit, getting, getting out, out of, of your the pit. funk. Your Actually... Let's call it that. Let's call this episode Get Out of the Pit. Or the trenches for all you World War II people and World War I people out there. Trenches. Get out of the trenches. It's not a good place to be. So, Viv gave me some good tips. And we hope that these tips will help you as well. Yes. So, of course, always smash and crush that like button. Hit that subscribe and the alerts and all that good stuff. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you would like to send us an email, we would love to hear from you. Maybe one of your questions will be answered on a podcast episode. You can reach us at info at or just write a little comment down below. Or go to lifeofvive.com and you'll have a whole wondrous world of things to see and choose from there. Yes, How just okay, aren't just we? Okay. Yeah. Well, we have a surprise for you. What? Which is what? The subject of today's podcast. Oh, golly gee. How to get out of a funk. Ah, and why if so ever in heavens would you want to be saying that to me and why I would be so excited? Because you are in a little bit of one... This evening, which is perfect for what we would like to discuss. Well, it's true. I am in a bit of a melancholy mood or upset mood, and that's the way it is. So thank you. So this is going to be about how to get out of a bad mood or a funk, whatever you would like to call it. First, tell me why... Do you think you're in a funk? Um, I just think we had too much to do today, um, and it got frustrating. We d- we got what we needed to do, but there's still so much more to do. Um, this this stuff, and so we would like yeah. to point something out to you. What? It is all external. Yes, it is. Yes. So. 
But I'm feeling tired. Yes, which we understand is internal. Yeah. And that a lot of times can contribute to a foul mood. Well, foul now, is that it? Is it? We were just trying to use a different word. Okay. I'm just kidding. No, you're not in a foul mood. You're just in a bit of a funk. But the other thing we would like to point out is that a lot of times a mood like this can also be caused by not eating. So the two things, first and foremost, that you must check on if you are ever in such a mood is have you slept and have you eaten? And we don't just mean junk food. We mean healthy, yummy fruits and vegetables and healthy food. You want to be full or content, satisfied. When you are hungry, your body gets out of whack and that affects your emotions. You know this, Christian, because when you don't have sugar in a day, and by sugar we mean fruit, then what happens to you? Uh, in the cycling world, um, we call it bonk, bonking. And what does that mean? It means you hit a wall. Yes. And you're done. So what happens is you cannot process as well because you don't have the glucose that your body runs on to be able to work efficiently. Right. So... First and foremost, if you're in a bad mood, make sure you have gotten enough sleep. If you haven't, take a cat nap. Try to meditate for a moment. And then check to see if you're hungry or thirsty. Both can contribute. And if those boxes have been checked, then we move on to this. Which is a separation. We need you... To find a way to separate yourself from the others that are outside of you contributing to your mood. So, for instance, you were speaking of a friend earlier that had said something that upset you. And before that, you and... Lauren were not able to get the food that you had wanted. So, those two frustrating things were outside of you and somewhat out of your control. Are we correct in that assumption? Mm -hmm, You are. So, what we must do now is separate you from that. It's easier to do it with... The restaurant, not being able to pick up the food that you wanted. Because there's too many people here. Yes, well, the, the reason doesn't matter. <laughs> that probably just feeds into my bad mood, though. Yes. So what we would like you to do is imagine yourself back at the restaurant that had too long of a line. And... Imagine a golden sphere around you. And now this is the fun part. You are like a bowling ball. Your golden sphere around you is like 
a bowling ball. And we would like you to move through that line of people and knock them over. Gladly. We thought you would like this. Okay. Right. How do you feel now? Relieved. Mm, yes. They're still there in my mind. When I left them, they didn't, like, leave. Yes, no, they can't disappear. No, I didn't actually roll them over, but I feel better in some way. Yes. Well, the action of rolling them over separates you from them because as you move, they move out of your way. It is a imagery that helps your psyche to understand that you are not a part of them. You are not a part of that line and you are not a part of any of their frustrations. So a lot of times what happens with empaths like you is you pick up on things and people and emotions that are not your own. So the next thing we would like you to do is ask yourself if what you are feeling is your own. It's so hard to do. Well. Because when you feel it in your body and bone and mind, of course it's your own when you first feel it. What else would it be? It's the first reaction you have. No. It is, though. You. It's too hard. You think of course, I it understand. is your own because that is a natural instinct. And so would any empath who feels other people's feelings. Unless you got used to asking the question, "Is what I'm feeling my then own?" I'll be asking it constantly. Yes. Well, I don't. It's too much work. But here's the thing: after a lot of practice, it comes naturally. When you go cycling, do you have to think about? Moving the pedals? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes. Very much. Yes. Sometimes it's excruciating. Yes. But how much more excruciating and how many more times did you have to think about it when you first began to cycle? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just different. You couldn't stop the bike without even thinking about it. Now, do you have to think when you stop your bike? A little bit. Not really. Exactly. It's getting better. It gets better. That's what happens with practice. Yeah. So, we would like to say to you that the more you practice asking yourself if what you are feeling is your own, the more you will internalize this question and the sooner you will get to the point where you don't just assume that the emotions you feel are your own automatically. And that's the point we want you to understand is, is that you think everyone would just assume that what they feel is their own. And most people do. But what we would like to say to you is that after some practice of asking if what you are feeling is your own, it will become second nature to assume that the emotions you feel are not necessarily your own automatically. You change your auto-response from assuming that they are your emotions to not assuming anything. But why do we have to do that in the first place? Because it seems like you... a stupid system, like a reverse system. Like, 
shouldn't have to do that. Like, what's wrong with human nature? But it's not everybody. Everyone feels something, though, I feel like. But it's not everybody. It is only empaths. I know, but some people get a vibe no matter what. People are feeling, are feeling, people are a feeling creature. They are. They feel. Yes. So when they go into a room, people enter a room, they feel that. Like, oh, I don't like that person, even though I don't know them. Like, there's that thing. So, but it's it's sort of like a non-empath might just be like, they might, they automatically know it's not them. It's someone else. Because let's just say that someone's in a room and someone enters, oh, I don't like that person. And they don't confuse that person's energy with their own. They just know that that person has a weird energy. Yes. But for me, I may just literally pass that on by and go, what's wrong with me now? Like, why am I feeling, you know, I'll just get into a weird mood. Yes. And what we like to say is it's not just because you're an empath. It's also because of you. Most bad moods come from the fact that a person cannot separate themselves from that which is outside of themselves. That is where bad moods come from. So for you, most of the time, what you cannot separate from are other people, other people's emotions, other people, because you internalize them and make them a part of you. And what we would like to tell you is, this is not okay. You must separate. You must do whatever you need to do to roll those people over, push them away, and separate themselves from you. We would like you to start by asking yourself if what I'm feeling is my own, and then going from there. If that is too much work for you, then you can take a step back even farther. and You can use this bowling ball metaphor and start bowling through these people and separating them from you. If it is the friend that you were speaking of who had said something that upset you, then you must separate from him. What he says has nothing to do with you and we promise that he is not trying to make a personal jab. We say that with hesitation because there are people who do try to be mean on purpose. And those are slightly different in how you have to deal with them. You still have to separate from them, but it's a little bit harder because they are trying to do it on purpose. But there is no one really in your life that is trying to act in a negative, vindictive way towards you. And so we need you to begin to separate yourself from them. Here is a metaphor that might help you. Your king on your throne of your castle, and they are your peons. Not that we want to call people peons, but... Well, if you act like asses, maybe... Sometimes, exactly. And in the royal sphere, there is a very distinct separation between the royals and the not royals. And we believe this metaphor would help you. 
or anyone who is having trouble with people. If you are having trouble with circumstances, if circumstances are what's putting you in a bad mood, then you must find a way to separate yourself from that circumstance. You can use the castle metaphor as well. You are in your castle, on your throne, and that circumstance is outside of your castle. It's not even on, it's not even near the moat around your castle. It's not even in your land that you rule. That circumstance is separate from you. And once you have that separation, whether it's from people or from things, then you can have a new perspective about it. And we hope that in that new perspective, you will be able to find a better mood. Thank you. You're very welcome. We do hope that this has helped you a little bit today, dear Christian. We must say to you and to other, and to other people out there who are struggling is that yes, in the beginning, it can feel like a lot of work to separate yourself from things and especially from people and their emotions. But we promise that the work will pay off. And we also promise that it won't be as hard or difficult as you think it, that it will. Great. Thank you. You're very welcome. We hope that you all have a wonderful morning afternoon, evening, whatever it may be when you are listening. And we hope that you move forward one step at a time or at full speed toward your life of Vive. Good night, good evening, good day, buona notte, buona sera, buona sera, buenas noches. Shishé. Shishé, arigato. Sayonara. Bootsy. Adios. Adios. Tschüss. Sally. Ciao. Ciao.